fantasy football has become a major reality for millions of fans. Makes him off to the 30. He's gone. He's gone. What a move. It takes skill to win your fantasy championship, separating the zeros. And he goes to the near side, and it's picked off. Intercepted. From the fantasy heroes. Down the middle, it's caught over the shoulder in the end zone. Buckle up your chin strap for the fantasy fix. Pleased to be joined by a good friend of the program. It's Dennis Farrell from Fantasy Football Geekly. Dennis, for our listeners still alive, getting ready for the fantasy Super Bowl Would you recommend them starting Jimmy Garoppolo if they have him available? Boy, that's going to be a tough one. I I love the passing yards. The touchdowns are not there yet for me to really say jump on board. I have them ranked just outside the top 20 and going up against Jacksonville. I hope that there's better options. You've made it this far, and if you're counting on Jimmy, uh, good luck. But uh, I would tell you look elsewhere, maybe like a Tyrod Taylor versus New England. Which quarterback will rack up the most fantasy points this championship weekend? Ooh, I, I like that because that is a that's a trick question, I think, because there there are a lot of trick matchups in here where you could say, well, you know, maybe Phillip Rivers, but he's playing against the Jets defense that sometimes likes to show up in these you know games that don't count. I, you know, Phillip is one of those guys that I think could do it. I have him ranked just outside the top 10. I, I'm hoping Casey Keenum lays an A because I'm going up against him in one of my championship games, but uh, I don't think he will. Uh, but to answer your question, how about Tom Brady at Buffalo? Buffalo's defense looks good, but Tom Brady always finds a way to make Buffalo look foolish on big-time television games. So I'm going to say Tom Brady. Getting you set for fantasy Super Bowl games. Fantasy Fix, Dennis Farrell, Fantasy Football Geekly. Dennis, I'll make it straightforward. Who are your top three running backs heading into championship weekend? Top three running backs heading into championship weekend. I'm going Le'Veon Bell at Houston, Todd Gurley versus anybody at this point. And you know what? Kareem Hunt versus Miami. I'll put Ezekiel Elliott at number four if you're the Zeke uh, owner and you're hoping that uh, he does good. I have him just outside the three against Seattle, but I'm going Kareem Hunt at number three. This is going to be a good question because Aaron Rodgers is not in, but, I mean, check it out. Here it is. How many fantasy points will the Vikings defense earn against Brett Hundley-led Packers offense? You know what? I'm not sure I can count that high. Remember, Devontae <laughs> Adams isn't playing this week either. Uh, you know, you have Jordy Nelson, who's on the back of a milk carton right now. Man, if you're going up against Minnesota's defense, I'm sorry now. I'm going to apologize. I really feel like Minnesota, if you have some sort of like ESPN standard scoring, can walk out with 20-plus fantasy points. Fantasy Fix, Dennis Farrell, Fantasy Football Geekly. Cordell was talking about Phillip Rivers going to the Meadowlands, not going to have Hunter Henry. So we know Antonio Gates is going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Can he play like a Fantasy Hall of Famer this weekend against the Jets? You know what? Only in PPR leagues I would count on him. Uh, outside of that, I'm hoping that there's another tight end you can look towards. I think Gates will be good, but I would probably rather go maybe a Charles Clay, Vernon Davis versus Detroit or uh, Denver. Uh, ben, look, ben Watson versus Indianapolis might be my sleeper tight end who's on the waiver wire right now. I really feel like Ben Watson could walk out with maybe six to eight catches, 70 yards and a touchdown. 
With Rex Burkhead out for the Patriots, could Mike Gittlesley be in line for more rushing opportunities, or will they give all that to Deion Lewis? I'm willing to bet anybody on the show right now that I have just as many rushing yards this week as Mike Gillingsley. And I'm stretching, I'm feeling good, but that's kind of how I feel like that's going to go for Gillingsley for the rest of the year. Uh, look, I know they, they like to take guys who like to play their former teams and have their revenge games, but I think uh, Gillingsley being inactive for so long and just not even seeing the field, uh, has put him in jeopardy for having any sort of fantasy value. So I'm saying Dion Lewis, you'll get some white James White in there, but Gillensleeve will probably not show up. Dennis, you mentioned you're getting ready for a championship matchup. How many leagues were you in this year, and how many Super Bowls did you advance to? You got me last week on this question, all of them. Kaboom. Well, it's all about yeah, fact-checking. Cordell, do you have another sizzling hot take when it comes to the world of fantasy football? The world of fantasy football is a world of its own. It's about as good as it gets. What do you think? Back to me. All Back right, Dennis, <laughs> I know you're a big professional wrestling fan. Earlier we were talking about the potential that the XFL could come back. Give me your best Vince McMahon impersonation welcoming the fans on a Saturday night in Las Vegas to the XFL. Give me that famous promo he cut. Boy, I wish I could do a good Vince. How about you're fired because, boy – uh, let me ask you, Brent, were you an XFL guy when they first came out? I like the notion of it. I had reservations about the hybrid nature because I wanted to see football when the NFL was done. And I respect Jim Ross as a broadcaster, but I didn't know how Jesse Ventura was going to work. And obviously they could not strike the balance. So we were talking about it 10 minutes ago. We would watch because we like the concept of spring football. I just want to make sure it's more football, less WWE heat this time. Where were you in your broadcasting career when it came out? Because this is this is a pivotal question for, for my next question for you. Okay, 2001, I was in San Francisco doing local television, and I covered their XFL team led by the former Cal quarterback Mike Pulaski. So then you were emotionally invested because you covered it. Now you're not so much invested. Are you really going to waste time knowing what it was back then? Because that's kind of how I feel. Uh, I want to like it, but I don't think I'm going to invest any time in the first year unless it sticks around. Dennis, you're presuming I have a life, friends, or hobbies, and none of those things are true. So, yes, if it's football, I'll be watching, although we establish we're friends, right? That's been covered on this show. Best friends. BFF. Dennis, best of luck in all of your Super Bowls, and happy holidays from your friends here on the NFL on TuneIn. I love you guys, too. Thanks. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.